It's still the middle of the night in the forest behind the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. Ray Ray sits guarding this egg by a lake, and there is a blue flash of light. When you turn to look, you can see the silhouette of Ari Green and Sarah Payne, kind of arm in arm, both very wounded and exhausted, and they're emerging from this passage as it closes behind them. The two of you keep in mind that um, you saw what you saw in Ari's home, where he broke the mirror, and then you were sort of ushered back to where you are now. You didn't create these passages. They just sort of opened up for you conveniently. And now you are back home. Sarah, we need to get you help immediately. Sarah is uh, wounded both in spirit from the Oopsal Ari's <laughs> mystery, but also you're still bleeding from your gunshot wound. Yet another gunshot wound. Ray Ray, help me get her to the infirmary. Uh, um, uh, all right. It... <sighs> I think I just had a dream, but I don't feel like I had a dream. We can speak of this later. All right. I think you should call Brittany. Who is Brittany? Who, who the hell is Brittany? Brittany is my friend that works at the hospital. She handled the the blobs from the Sky Song. I think, I think she can help. Are you not going to call? Are you handing us your phone? Yeah, I'll hand you my phone. I will hand your phone to Ray Ray. <laughs> and I will start helping you walk up towards the infirmary. What am I supposed to do with this? Call Brittany. You also may need to text Rooster and let him know that he needs to find a new truck. Uh, wait, do what? <laughs> it was assimilated by gnomes, Ray Ray. We will never get that truck back. I really hate you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> comes she helps tend to sarah's wounds and gets gets you all patched up sarah and also dresses the wounds of uh the others of you if there are any oh sorry one other question do you guys bring Brittany into the underground part of the infirmary into your haven mm. hmm. uh, if she didn't have to go down there i don't know if we would but yeah, I mean, she wouldn't have to for sure. I guess it would it would really boil down to if she needed more stuff that's not in the main infirmary, because otherwise I don't see why Ray would just be like, oh, well, come on down. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> yeah. OK, so you, this all takes place in the upstairs part of the infirmary. Brittany will be tending to Sarah's wounds. Sarah's probably pretty close to unconscious, just like being exhausted and wounded. Mm -hmm. Uh. Ray would want to put a strong effort into getting mama, getting, getting the mama home. Um, when, yeah, when do you think you would address that? Probably after we get Sarah taken care of. Okay. Uh, Ari, I got the, I, I got, I got the egg back to the lake. 
Um, is it safe? Yeah. Could we use the egg to do that thing that you, where you call me everywhere? We should be able to. You need to understand how I do the things that I do, Ray Ray. I borrow. I channel from the wild into the overgrown using the chalk and drawing the runes. I fear that my connection to the wild may not be safe. I need to control what I can do before I summon the Altamaha. We know that they're not planning to kill her. I mean, do we, though? Who, who knows what they can do with her by now? They want to use it as their weapon. In fact, I imagine they will do everything that they can to keep her alive. We will save her. But I do not want to mess that up. I want to be sure I can do what we need to do. You're, you're the magic man, I guess. What, Whatever you say, I'm just afraid of the cost of, you know, waiting too long. I understand, Ray. Just give me time and I will not let you or her down. All right. Well, I'll keep the egg safe. Keep it hidden. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I like the idea of, since you're in the upstairs part of the infirmary, I like the idea that, like, Ari's exhausted, but he won't go down into the infirmary while Brittany's there because obviously she would see him opening the hatch and whatnot. So I like the idea of everyone just kind of like passes out. They're so, like, you're, you're also tired that you like sleep in this infirmary. But yeah, I think a few days pass. I think that there's at least like a three to four day period where Ari is kind of getting his new magic together. And then perhaps maybe you all have agreed to meet by the lake for this ritual. <coughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Time skip. Anyone else doing anything cool in their time skip? Just so we know. No, not really. I don't have any. Dreaming of the ways I can murder Helen. Oh. <laughs> I imagine um, Brittany is kind of like a Claire situation in Daredevil. Like she understands that there's mm -hmm. questions that don't need to be asked at the moment. So she kind of comes to heal to heal Sarah and then leaves as soon as, you know, it's morning. And, uh, yeah, Sarah spends a few days recovering. Ray Ray watches over the egg. In, um, in a little under a week, you all meet by the lake when Ari is ready to cast his magic. Part, part of me wanted Barb to, felt like Barb needed to be here. <laughs> you just wanted to hear the voice. Barb would be here because she's going to end up the peg of this half of the retreat. No, I... I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. When I'm going to explain to Alti that he should not eat Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Do not it. eat the catfish. <laughs> I, I like this. So we have this little, this lake out in the forest behind the retreat. Uh, we have Ray Ray. We have several of the alligators that have been tasked to kind of keep watch over the egg. We have Barb. Maybe she's brought the snipes with her. She doesn't like to be away from them for too long because they get anxious. And uh, Sarah's there, and uh, Ari shows up, and he's got a new getup. We've turned a page. We have a new. Do you, Cap? Do you want to talk about Ari's new playbook? I do. Uh, uh, let's start with Ari's new fashion choices. So what you see before you is a hundred percent polyester double knit leisure suit, checkered <laughs> green with a. 
dark green turtleneck. Uh, noticeably, what you can see about Ari is that his hair is still short on the sides, but is graying slightly, and he still has the tighter curls on top of his head, and they're also beginning to gray. You can see more wrinkles on his face and more of those runic scars appearing on the parts of his skin you can see, including the remnants of the vampire bite on his neck. Ryan, make a Starskin Hutch joke. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> make a joke, I don't get it. <laughs> what is that sentence you just said? Sarah's not old enough or and doesn't care about like pop culture enough to make a Starsky and Hutch reference. Uh well you you look a little more colorful than usual. Did you come from a disco? The thrift stores in Florida are a treasure trove. <laughs> oh. That's good. I imagine that's been sitting in there for a really long time. <laughs> it hardly smells like mothballs. <laughs> Only hardly. Are you ready? <laughs> to disco? <laughs> I guess I need to explain the hex, don't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. We started joking about your outfit. So along with a new outfit, Ari is a new playbook. I'm playing the hex. We've decided that I will take a new set of stat numbers. So I have zero charm, zero cool, two sharp, minus one tough, and two weird. Rules is written, I think, that the uh, it states that you keep the same stat block rolling over to the new character, but I feel like we have enough narrative explanation of Ari's uh, connection to the wild being severed that it makes sense that some of that, like his stats would kind of be reset. He's very much changing the way he operates here. My luck points have reset. As I said in the last episode, my temptation is vengeance. Uh, the moves I have chosen are bad luck charm, force of will, and this might sting. Ian and I have decided together to leave the guardian move, which allows me to have Ignis as my companion, and the just another day move from my searcher playbook. That allows me to roll weird instead of cool when acting under pressure due to a monster phenomenon or mystical effect. I'm very excited. Something that makes the hex a little different is that I have what are called rotes, which are basically spells that I have down pat. I only start with one, but the effects are a little bit better than a regular use magic roll, and the side effects are a little uh, less intense. Indeed. Other than that, you're keeping use magic as your weird move, though, right? I am, in fact, keeping use magic as my weird move. So, uh, Ray Ray, what is this? What is this egg? Are, are we doing breakfast? <laughs> Barb, I'm going to have to stress that you step away from the egg. Uh, okay. Some stuff's about to go down here, so I need you to get back a little bit and be prepared. Prepared for, for what? We're about to have company. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I can't imagine that she's uh, she's going to be in the best mood when she gets here, but I, I think I might hopefully be able to calm her down. I am going to break off a branch from a nearby tree and begin to draw in the mud beneath the egg a small circle of runes and then a little bit of ways from... The egg, I'm going to draw a much larger circle in the mud where I would like to transport the Altamahaha. Oh, no more chalk? 
No more chalk. That's because real life Cap doesn't like chalk. So when he does his cosplay, he doesn't want to have to touch. Chalk. You know, I'm gonna have to wear the suit and the chalk. Oh yeah. <laughs> but if I can find this leisure suit, I'm doing it. You're gonna sweat balls. I used to dress up as Spider Man. I can sweat balls. Mm-hmm. Then I will bury my hands in the mud between the two circles, and you all begin to see from my runic scars on my hands and up my neck just the slightest pulse of this green beneath my skin just pulsing through me and into the mud beneath and those rune circles start to glow that same green color and i'm going to try to summon a creature into this circle okay roll use magic wow good start that is 11 on the dice plus two is 13 I no longer have advanced magic, but I'll see you soon. The DC is actually 14 for this spell. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) No, that's a success, and uh, yeah, these runes written everywhere or carved into the mud glow with your new green-colored energy. The egg also begins to glow with this green energy as it connects to you and connects to the thing that you're trying to summon. And then, yes, out of this larger circle, you see the ground sort of start to distort as if your vision is being affected in some way, and then it blurs, and then it glows, and um, the leaves start to swirl like they um, like they did when you summoned Ray Ray in the first arc. And in the middle of these swirling leaves, you see the Altamahaha appear. Barb, cover your eyes. (laughs) Barb is turned to stone. (laughs) I should say that the the Altamahaha here, I'll describe her again. She's only got the two fins in the front. She's got a long slender tail and a long neck with a small dinosaur head. There is a difference here. The Altamahaha here on her back has steel plating now. But yeah, she's kind of uh, roaring and whipping her head around, examining the people gathered all around her. Sarah uses calm emotions. Ray will pull out his amulet. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better than calm emotions. I think Ray Ray actually can calm emotions. I, yeah. Yeah. And then that's Ray the point will of use calm amulet. emotions. <laughs> I will borrow the divine move, soothe, soothe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will very calmly speak to the Altamahahans. Uh, all right. Hey, it's it. It's okay. It's okay. Look, look over there. We kept we kept your baby safe. Um. Yeah. Your amulet, when you hold it out, glows. It glows green. It's definitely a different green. I imagine like a darker, deeper green than. Ari's magic, which is probably like a brighter, kind of lighter, ghastly yeah, it's, green. It's, it's uh, like a lightsaber green, I imagine. And yeah, the Altamahaha is definitely calmed by your words. And as soon as she sees that egg, she, I mean, it's, she doesn't move very well. Because you summoned her into the mud, right? Not the water. Yeah, like on the edge of the lake, I guess. She starts to kind of slide herself over toward the egg. Uh, I'm assuming nobody is, like, standing in her way. No. But, yeah, it takes her a while to get over there, but she sort of curls her body around the egg. Starts to pull it a little bit closer into the water and just sort of looks at all you. She's not roaring anymore, 
but she's certainly skeptical, uh, though she's pleased to be reunited with her baby. Y'all can, uh, this, this can be your home now. You're safe here. These, these channels, they're, they're big enough and no one really comes back here. You'll, you should be, be safe and we'll, we'll take care of you. She looks at you. She doesn't say anything, but you kind of get the understanding that she, that she is like kind of on board Although she's certainly very skeptical, but this seems to be the best scenario for her. But yeah, you've calmed her down, and you've given her enough to be, like, hesitantly ex- accepting of this situation. Let's still, let's have you roll manipulate someone. Although I don't like the the phrasing of that <laughs> here, because you are trying to be kind. But yeah, roll plus charm. All right. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Oh, actually, that's really good. That's good. That's a 11 minus 1, so 10. Okay. (laughs) She sort of looks at you, and you get this feeling of relief that kind of washes over her. You do see, before she slips off into the water, you see that, like, this plating on her back is, like, very newly installed, and you see it sort of, like, where it's grafted onto her, like some of the places where it's connected are bleeding a bit. And but yeah, she grabs this egg and sort of once she gets close enough to the water to be able to move more agilely, she disappears back into the water. But you do get the feeling that she's not going to like flee or anything like that. Yeah. Um. What What the hell was what What, what was that? I'm going to call her Alti. The newest addition to the retreat. Need you to help take care. Help me take care of her, Barb. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I, I guess I can do that. Yeah, I think she's gonna be here for a while. Just uh, don't, don't, don't look at her too long. <laughs> Chuck, uh, Chucky Caldwell, Pokey. I, I guess y'all have a, a sister. With one on the way. Yep. Just uh, be careful. I wouldn't exactly. You know, she's. We gotta get her used to. You know, used to it. She's been through a lot, but. I think she'll come around. Oh, all right. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't go swimming in here anytime soon. I would keep the snipes as far away as possible. Oh. At least for now. Probably a good idea. What do you reckon she eats anyway? Haven't really crossed that path, but I imagine it's a lot. (laughs) Mercenaries, for sure. (laughs) But there's enough land back here. We'll get it figured out. All right. Barb, if you ever see anyone flying over here. You let let me know. I've been seeing a lot of drones over the past couple of days. <laughs> oh, that's just Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Jeffrey Bezos. The true big bad of the campaign of life. <laughs> well, I guess I have Rooster bring me some, you know, some fish or whatever they feed the alligators, and I'll see if she likes that. Yeah, it'll probably be me bringing the fish for a little while. Oh. If I had to guess, but uh, we'll get it taken care of. So, Sarah, the time has come for you to pick up Isolde from the airport. You've um, she's expressed interest in visiting you and she asked you to pick her up uh, from the Panama City Beach Airport. You pick her up and she has um, a kind of big suitcase and she sort of looks over your she looks over your motorcycle and kind of furrows her brow a little bit well 
the suitcase can go in the sidecar and she can ride behind me. <laughs> Perfect. Or I can bungee the suitcase to the back. <laughs> and I show this to her. It's up it's up to you. I didn't take you for the for the motorcycle <laughs> type, but um I suppose this will do. It's good to see you, Sarah. Well, it's it's really good to finally meet you. You as well. I saw I saw so many pictures of you as a as a child. It's it's good to see you all grown up. <laughs> I was about to say you too. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna you wanna go for a ride? <laughs> well I I'm not I hitting mean... on this old boy. It sounded like you were talking to a dog. <laughs> Well, I don't plan on hanging out at the airport much longer, so let's go. Let's go. Isolde, by the way, is old and relatively frail, but she has kind of a surprisingly muscular frame. Mm, my type of woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's, you know, not wearing anything too crazy, just sort of comfortable traveling clothes. And uh, she hops on the back of your motorcycle. I give her a helmet. Safety is very important. <laughs> you take her back to your house, I presume? I think we should go to the Golden Gull somewhere to get a drink or somewhere to get a drink first. Is she going to be staying with me? Did we establish this? Would you Would you have offered? I guess I would have. Yeah, she'd stay with you. If you don't mind a couch. So you drop off her stuff at your house and bring her to the Golden Gull. You go to the back bar, and, you know, of course, Jordan's there. He serves you up a couple of drinks. I think Isolde just gets, like, a beer, you know, nothing too crazy. Johnny is there, but he is sort of too distracted to even notice you come in, and he's kind of scribbling in a notepad. Hmm. So this is where you come to hang out? Yeah, this is this is the, the hot spot around town. Hey, Jay, and hey, Johnny. Jordan says hi, and Johnny sort of looks up from his notes, and he says hey, but he looks at Isolde pretty, you know, he seems pretty skeptical, as always, as he is of all things. Mm -hmm. But then he goes back to his notes. He's the town kook. (laughs) 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 I'm going to say it loud enough for them to hear. (laughs) I think some some of the other bar patrons kind of laugh at this and then johnny (laughs) gets pretty embarrassed and uh i'm just kidding johnny yeah whatever (laughs) all right and i would i would like to get our drinks and sit somewhere far away from people oh sure sure if as you walk with your drinks over to a table as olda says um you know sometimes people like that can be useful in our line of work you know if they they keep their eyes open all the time oh yeah he's definitely useful i just just gotta keep him in his place (laughs) he kind of kidnapped the sheriff one time oh so (laughs) oh goodness (laughs) gotta take him down a peg sure sure i don't know how to start this conversation with her (laughs) i feel like i'm trying to like Impress my mother. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a job interview. <laughs> so why 
What made you want to visit? Oh, um, well, I had some of your of your father's things that may interest you um, in, in having. He probably would have wanted you to have. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about about what you learned when you went to Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, losing the order was was not easy for me. And and I I'm afraid that, well, quite frankly, I'm afraid of leaving this world behind with my only legacy being the failed order that I created. And um, I wanted to sort of gauge your interest in helping me start it back up in some way. Hmm. Of course, there's no pressure if you aren't interested. I know you have your own things going on, and it's a big ask, but... What all does that entail, exactly? Well, I mean, based on what you told me, there's still some darkness left out there that I just want to know that when I go, there will be someone left to fight it. Hmm. But we can talk about that later. I have other interests. I I want to get to know get to know you. I don't have a lot of of family, and <laughs> you know, your father was very much like a son to me. So in a way, that makes you very much like a granddaughter. I want to see this lady kick some ass. I don't say that. <laughs> Fighter. <laughs> But I want to know. I don't want to fight her. Pull out your gun. Pull out your I just want to see it. She kicks your ass. <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> she probably shoots me like every other fucking person. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want her to give me all my dad's stuff here. I assume it's in her belongings at the house. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she does have like a little envelope, though, with her. Okay. Does she give it to me? Yeah, she says... Here, I'll start with um, start with something pretty lighthearted. I, these are some photographs of of the members of the order of my branch, and uh, you'll see some pictures of your father wearing his his uniform, his armor, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I eagerly open this envelope. She starts talking, and she's sort of like reminiscing about um, the good times they had, and yes, things were harrowing. Uh, but they also, you know, hung out together and drank a lot of beer and partied. And you're kind of flipping through these pictures. The first few pictures are just sort of pictures of them training, um, you know, with wooden swords and um, things like that, shooting their crossbows at at dummies and whatnot. But then you f- you flip to a photograph of the group of them together in their uniforms and something clicks. The members of the Shadow Guard that you saw in the battle of the, like, the the Red Rebellion, Mm -hmm. the uniforms of the Quartz Cross are just cleaner versions of those uniforms. And you even recognize some of the same faces in these photographs. From the Red Rebellion. Yeah, from the Shadow Guard. Those weren't all vampires? There were vampires. Well... And you see... Right next to your dad, uh, sort of arm in arm, there is a picture of a uh, of a young woman who was the leader of the Red Rebellion, the vampires that switched to the side 
of Bottom and Quince. Oh. Meanwhile, she's still cheerfully talking about the good old days and taking sips of her beer. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I know these people. Oh. And I'm like pointing at her. No, sweetheart, those, those, everyone, whatever your father did when he died, he betrayed the order. Everyone, everyone died. I, I never, never saw them again. Um, they're not dead per se. What? What? Um, they're vampires. I, I mean, I've, I've seen her recently. Who? Th- this one. I'm pointing at her. Mia? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't know her name, but she was part of the Red Rebellion. I, I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> thank you. Okay, Ari. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, That's um, fantastic. But. Mia was your father's apprentice. Um, you're, 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 te- you for sure saw, I mean, people's faces can look similar sometimes. I, uh, maybe you're, I think perhaps you're mistaken. Yes, you must be mistaken. Um, there's no, there's no way that any of my order would have allowed themselves to be turned. It's, I don't, I don't think it. I think you need uh, to train your eye, and I can teach you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm. I mean, most Zolda. Most of these, most of these people are vampires now. I've I've seen them, and is is that because my dad betrayed the order? What all did you learn from Knox? That there was a treaty of some sort and that Knox and them could only harm criminals. They couldn't touch innocence. I cannot process this. Perhaps your, perhaps what your father gave in the deal was not only his life. I just don't believe Daniel would give up the lives of all of his friends, his companions, his apprentice. Her mood completely darkens, and she she just kind of shakes her head, and she's like, "Ah, I, I had a long flight. I, I need to, I need to rest." shrimp and crits. Why don't you uh, come down and have a seat? On Barb's porch. The fire's getting real nice and the sun's getting real low. Now, I just want to thank you for listening to Shrimp and Crits. You know, it really means the world to us here. <laughs> you can find us on that there Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. <laughs>
we would like some postcards. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep it going. Postcards. <laughs> you can send us your postcards at P.O. Box. <laughs> 60934 Nashville, Tennessee. That's zip code 37206. No, we oh, got God. A, a real <laughs> special electronic letter from our friends at Trials of the Apocalypse for you this week. You can find them at TOTA Podcast on Twitter. Now, they're an often explicit Powered by the Apocalypse tabletop RPG. They're an actual play just like us, so y'all get along great. They got a rotating cast, and they release episodes bi-weekly as well. Let's take a listen. (laughs) Greetings from Trials of the Apocalypse. Trials of the Apocalypse is an actual play podcast telling one-shot stories in a variety of Powered by the Apocalypse games rotating players and systems each time. More and more with every new arc, we tightly edit and master our audio, injecting it full of music and sound effects to immerse you in the story. Our stories are full of badass characters. I don't rinse the shotgun from his hand. Oh, you cut his arm off. I take his hand. Complicated relationships. You feel a certain level of familiarity with it as the ghost chokes out the word brother. No! No! And lots of friends having fun. The door swings slowly open. Diana, will you stop doing that? (laughs) We're trying to be stealthy right now. Every arc is independent from the others, so you can go back and listen to previous games in any order. Or come and join us for our newest, playing The Watch a low-fantasy military drama of four femme-of-center heroes battling their own inner demons as they fight to push back the dark and manipulative forces staining their land. Find us in your favorite podcatcher. Just search for Trials of the Apocalypse. See you there. Now remember, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Crates. We'd be happy to chat with you anytime in the Cast Junkie Discord server, where we have them weekly listening parties, and we talk about the show and whatever else seems to come up. And if you haven't already, go ahead and help us rustle up some of them five-star reviews. (laughs) (laughs) We release our episodes bi-weekly, and our next episode will be out November the 15th. We'll see y'all then. The cat adds to it. The cat adds to it so good. (laughs) (laughs) Don't pay no never mind to my kitty cat. Uh, okay, so who wants to do something out of the cabin? <laughs> and, uh, and Ryan. Well, what are you guys up to? I just need to buy a rooster a truck, but <laughs> delightful. I think it's just a lot of seclusion in the 
underground sure. infirmary area, um, compiling everything he knows about Goodfellow and magic in general. And he's really trying to master his own magic. Cool. So just sort of like a research slash training montage. Yeah, is Sieb still in the area or is he gone? You haven't seen Sieb in a while. Since the oops. Right, right, right. He might have yeah. sent you like a text message, if that's something mm-hmm. that you guys do. Um, like a, you know, like another, I'm glad you're all right. But he has not called you or visited at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I am just perfecting my art with this new magic and with Ignis out down there, just pouring over everything I know about magic and Goodfellow and trying to compile my history, what I remember of it. Sarah, you get back home with your now very gloomy Isolde friend. And um, yeah, she starts to, she starts to sort of situate her stuff and put it, you know, you know, you, when you check into a new place, you, kind of put your suitcase in a certain position and yeah. plug in your phone charger or whatever. Look, I didn't I didn't mean to upset you. Um but I could I can tell you that Gulkochka has a little bit of a order. I mean, it's just me and my friends. I don't know if you'd call them friends, but it's just me and and Ray and Ari. Um We've been like fighting some crazy shit. <laughs> uh, like vampires are the the just the tip of it. Like I just mm. saw a dinosaur yesterday, so <laughs> I'm a little. <sighs> I mean, do you want to join our club? <laughs> <laughs> I think as you're <laughs> as you're sort of talking at her, her back is to you. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that you're still keeping up the fight. I don't mean to become so... to put a damper on our festivities, but... I... I always knew that my... that I was betrayed, that my subordinates were betrayed, but now that I know that they've been turned, now... And she turns back towards you, drawing a sword and kind of holding it above her she says now it's personal is is that my dad's sword no it's my sword oh okay you have your own sword <laughs> fuck yeah i do oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you'd say that i'm gonna chop off that fucking nox's head wow um cool 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 we can help i think but I need to tell you something. What, Sarah? I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to. This old lady is ready to die in the ring. I I need to tell you. Do you do you know what happened to my dad? Do you know how he died? Uh, not ex not exactly. No, I know that he was found presumably drowned. Uh, well, I I can't explain how, but I've seen it. Quite vividly, thanks to my friend Ari. His his partner, Helen Torres, killed him. And I I can't, I don't know why, but she she hit him and pushed him over the bridge. Then I've seen it. How could you have possibly seen that? 
I can't explain how. I mean, I might I might be able to show you, but I I know that Helen had something to do with it and she's she's just disappeared and you feel like you have to to kill Knox. I I feel like I have to kill her. I have to find her. We have to find her. We Knox is too Smart. If we go in not knowing everything we could possibly know, he will make a fool of us. Yeah, and I, I just don't know how much she knows. Do you think she knew about the order? Yeah, yes. Your, I didn't like it, but your father confided in her, yes. I, I have to know why she betrayed him. Do you have any idea how to find a person who doesn't want to be found? Hmm. What does your gut? What does your gut tell you? <laughs> oh, fuck you! You're trying to get me to use it. You have connections to the to the police, right? You could. Yeah, I mean, I I ran her plates. When did you run her run her plates? I mean, it was a while back. I could I could try to call in a favor again and see if there's been any sign of her, but it's it's been a while. Some some other crazy shit happened, so I, I kind of got distracted. I'm going to call Greg. Hey, hey, finally ready for that date? <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. You want to go out with the old with the old G-man? <laughs> mm, no. About time. No, Greg. I have another favor to ask. Okay. I need you, actually, I think you checked this last time for I need you to do the same thing you did last time. <laughs> I need you to run a license plate number and a name and see if you can locate a person no oh, sure huh. all right her name is helen torres helen is that two r's i think <laughs> i was like there's no r's in helen <laughs> <laughs> what's the plate number um bad bitch two <laughs> just what is it i don't know uh, I, I just give him plate number whatever it is he types in this number and he's like oh uh, yeah, there was a hit on these plates not too long ago in New Orleans. <laughs> she must be partying. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, looks like the report says that uh, the car was found parked. It had been parked in a lot for a few days. So the owner called it in and uh, they haven't found the owner. That's weird. And they don't they don't have any leads on. Where she is? Uh, no. All right. Well, thanks, Greg. I'd say I owe you one, but I don't. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so You're so fucking just cool. Gonna, you just gonna <laughs> hang up. You hanging up on all of the people that help you are, is just like <laughs> the greatest character trait. <laughs> Sorry. I wish you did that in real life. No, (laughs) I kind of do. All right. I share this information with Isolde. Do you, I mean, they they don't know where she is. Do you think that's just her car is worth going to New Orleans for? I mean, there could be something in it, but. It is a very long drive. It could also be a red herring. Isolde, is there, is there anything else of my dad's that, that you have? Um, Yeah. Yes, I brought, I brought you his, uh, his weapon, his sword. Can I, 
can I see his sword? Yes, of course. I'm 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 sorry. I got so I got so she's she's more level headed now, now that she has the different information and just like you, she's being pulled in two very different directions. So that that kind of put everything in context for her. she's less, you know, like gung ho. Yes, of course. I'm I'm sorry I got so, you know, revengey, but give me a second. I'll grab <laughs> I'll grab that. And she puts her she puts her sword down and she gets out of the suitcase another weapon. Um looks pretty similar. Both of them have hilts that are very intricately decorated. The hilts are sort of um designed to have like inlays of or like an a big inlay of the quartz cross with kind of like swirling kind of almost like featherish designs around them uh, but just kind of like swirling little flourishes um but the the blade itself is wrapped in um in cloth mm-hmm. and uh she hands it to you i take it from her and start unwrapping it as soon as you grab the hilt it burns your hand for one harm, ignore armor, and you drop it on the ground. And she recoils, and she's, like, very confused. She's like, what? Why? Why did you dr- drop drop it? She picks it back up, and are you okay? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so greasy. Um, yeah, why did you slick it down so much? Well, I'm, I mean, I get you being hesitant, but... It seems like an overreaction to just drop it on the floor. This it's an ancient weapon. <laughs> Azolda, something there's something I can't tell you, but is there is there anything other than the sword? <laughs> <laughs> Changing the subject here. Um no, I mean I you have his cross i i this is his sword i don't i don't have his armor i never did um i don't know where he put that but no i mean that was basically it that in the infinite font of wisdom i was going to attempt to bestow upon you in my time here god i want that sword so bad here take it (laughs) why are you being so weird about it (laughs) what does the sword do exactly uh you swing it and it cuts stuff <laughs> cut chop dice mince, i i meant is stab. it is it magical in any way yeah i mean it's it is like um, would it kill a vampire or a werewolf or something well, any sword would kill a vampire if you chopped their head off but yes the sword is bestowed with some ancient magics of our order yes here, here, check this out. This is super cool. T- turn the, here, turn the lights off and draw the curtains. Okay, I do it. <laughs> You're gonna love this. Is it a lightsaber? Oh my god. <laughs> and she Ian takes incorporated her... a lightsaber. Um, but no, when once you turn the lights off and draw the curtains, she raises the sword up above her head, much like she did before, and it uh, ignites with a golden energy that sort of lights up the room. And you hear it kind of ringing, ringing in the darkness. We're going, we're going Tolkien instead of Star Wars. It gives me an instant headache. I am assuming. Yeah, yeah, you're you don't right. like it. It sounds like to you, it sounds like nails on a chalkboard, but to everyone else, it's a very pretty sound. 
Azolda, I need you. I need you to stay here while I go run an errand. Is that is that okay with you? Um, I mean, I'm going to start plotting my next my next move. I now that I know that I have business to attend to, but um, <laughs> yes, I'll be here for the time being. Okay. Well, please don't do anything without. Please don't go anywhere alone. Seems like a bad idea. Okay. No promises. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'll call you before I do anything crazy. Okay, good. Um, I need to speak with Ari. Okay. Is that your friend? Or were you talking to the keeper? I was talking to the camera. (laughs) 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 Yes, I was talking to the keeper. The Looney Tunes circle, just like... (laughs) (laughs) All right, so everybody meets at the retreat. Where do you guys meet? The infirmary, the lake, the crocodile pen... Barb's house, the office, the parking lot, the courtyard. What a rich tapestry. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm in the lower part of the infirmary almost always. It depends on what time of day it is. Uh, I guess we would meet at the infirmary. Yeah, we're playing Nintendo 64 with Rooster. Uh, Yeah, sure. Rooster will be there. He's he's probably been like pretty short with you guys recently, but he's there. I mean, he's not going to say no to Mario Kart. Rooster never says no to Mario Kart. He has a KDR to uphold. I don't know how to play Mario Kart. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, thank you for coming. We have the Mad Cats controller ready for you. I'm kind of like nervously standing in the doorway. <laughs> what is it, Sarah? Um, What's going on? Ray and Rooster are there, right? Yes. Y'all are all playing. Okay. Do you remember Do y'all us? do anything else? I mean, this is all you do. Sorry, I mean, we just I never have time to sit down here. And, and, just and nice it's child, and uh, I learned I an entire new font of magic. And now I just wanted to right, right, like, like, talk about the reptiles. Same time. You know, I don't want to preach. What have you know? actually? What have you been up to, Sarah? Yeah, what what, what important things have you been doing? I'm so so busy. Spill the tea, sis. Things you would never hear our say. Sorry. <laughs> Annie's wearing a fucking 70s suit. Yeah, is he always wearing a suit even when he's sitting down playing Nintendo? I, th- I mean, right now he's just wearing the turtleneck in the pants. <laughs> I don't know why that's funnier to me. <laughs> I heard that wrong. I heard that completely wrong. <laughs> what did you hear? I don't know. I, I thought he said he was only wearing the jacket and the turtleneck. And he was wearing no pants. <laughs> All right. Um, Spill the tea, sis. <laughs> Ari, um, <laughs> I need to speak with you in private. We can head upstairs. Uh, yeah, that's a good good idea. Uh, I've I've got some work to do anyway. I can just I'll I'll, I'll catch up with you guys later. And Rooster leaves. I'm like staring at Ray. <laughs> Is Ray going to leave too, or are we just going to go upstairs? All right, whatever. I'll get out of my house. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go check on Alti anyway. I'll I'll see y'all later. Sarah, what do you need to tell me that is so important that it needs to be private? I made a mistake, and I, I need you to help me. What did you do? I I think you know... <laughs> I think you know what I did. You 
saved us. That was not a mistake. But, I mean, now I'm, I'm, I can feel it taking over. Azolda brought my dad's sword, and it's, it's holy magic, and I can't even, I can't even touch it. Where is Azolda now? She's at my house. I thought about bringing her here, but I really, I can't tell her about the devil magic, because she will kill me. And she's very bloodthirsty right now. Bloodthirsty for whom? Is she a vampire? Uh, no, you're not here. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm really going. I now. left my wallet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know about the devil magic either. She was showing me pictures of my dad and the Order of the Quartz Cross, and I, I recognized a lot of those faces from the Red Rebellion. They're all, they're all vampires now. And, and she wants to kill them. Specifically Knox. She's basically my grandma. I can't let her go alone. We have an alliance with this Red Rebellion and Knox. Is it really an alliance? We have deals with both and they cannot be broken. Yeah, it's fucking deals everywhere. I hate deals. Deal is what got my dad killed. Sarah, if I was in your position in the woods, I would have done the same thing. Do not need to beat yourself up over it. What is done is done. But what do I do now? You do what we all must do, Sarah. Continue on. It's a really cool sword, man. (laughs) I would, in fact, like to see this sword. Is there, I mean, is there any way I can negate this thing inside of me and still be able to use it? I would imagine that is a conversation for you and the entity within. I also got a lead on Helen Torres. Is it a thread you wish to follow? Well, it's just her car. It's It's been abandoned in New Orleans. I don't, I don't know if that necessarily means much. I could go and investigate the scene if you like i can you fly now wouldn't you like to know weather boy (laughs) (laughs) i can ride in a car or take passages i have many forms of transportation sarah if you need me to investigate this car for you i would be happy to things have been slow as of late are you gonna go on your own I've never been to New Orleans before. I want to get Ray's opinion on this, too. Ray, you can come down now. (laughs) (laughs) Send him away. (laughs) Should I? He's he's out back, ain't he? Yeah, he's with Alpi. Yeah, I'm I'm not very close. Yeah, out back is like a long, like... Yeah, the steakhouse. The infirmary infirmary is in in the retreat. Barb's hut is outside of the wall of the retreat and then the pond is even farther away than that it's like acres yeah i don't mind Ari going to new orleans alone i think that sounds very fun okay well i want to go to ray ray okay i'll then come with you <laughs> i guess if you want <laughs> <laughs> then i'll go to ray ray uh ray you walked out towards the lake and when you pass by Barb's hut. Barb is actually standing on her porch, kind of throwing 
raw meat out into the river that runs by or the stream that runs by her hut. And every time she throws some meat in, Alti comes up out of the water and just snaps it up out of the air. Oh, now see, you two are getting along fine. Yeah, this, uh, this old girl really likes to eat. Can't That's... say I don't relate to that. Yeah, we're... Uh, I imagine she eats a lot. We're going to have to start figuring out. I mean, this this lake's got some fish in it, but I don't know if it's got this much in it. Uh, well, I hope she doesn't like fish too much. I'm sure you're fine, Barb. <laughs> Alti pokes her head out of the water and licks her lips. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just don't go swimming with her. Be all right. Hey, when, when, when do we get when when we get your house fixed? What are you talking about? Uh, uh, you know, nothing. Just a weird thought, I guess. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll I'll leave y'all to it. Just wanted to make sure everything was okay out here. Yep, it's all good. All right, Big Mama. Hope you have a good one. Is that my? Is that what you're calling me nowadays? <laughs> yeah. Did you call Barb Big Mama or the Alta? I'm talking to the Big Mama with at your feet right now, Barb. <laughs> Any, any sign of the baby? Oh, yeah, that ma- that makes more sense. No, I haven't seen the baby anywhere. She must have brought the egg down into the water. All right, I'll be back around here tomorrow. Okie dokie. I guess Ray will start making his way back towards the retreat. Yeah, once you get sort of near the gate that leads out into Barb's area, uh, you'd run into Sarah and Ari. I look at Sarah and I look at Ray Ray and I give her the eyes of, well... Ray's like my big brother and I don't want to disappoint him. Hey, y'all, just getting, just, just getting back from checking on the big girl. Is that what you're calling Barb now? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> just kidding. Ray, I have to tell you something. Uh, all right. <laughs> what else did y'all blow up? No, okay. Remember when we got stuck in Tate's hell... I'd rather not. Well, remember how weird it was that we just kind of got out? I guess. Well, I I kind of... I'm looking around, making sure nobody's listening. I, I kind of signed a deal with the devil of Tate's Hell to get us out. You do what now? <laughs> um, I mean, these... This red electricity stuff, it's... I think it's... This, it's kind of devil magic. It's it's like my dad's magic mixed with devil magic. I've kind of been using the devil's magic when we like really need help. I'm kind of possessed by the devil, <laughs> and I just felt like you needed to know that. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. You didn't have to tell me. At this rate, I don't, <laughs> this rate, I don't care. What the two of you do. Well, that's rude. I've accepted that uh, y'all are going to blow up trucks and talk to gods. Right, right. I cannot stress enough. It was assimilated by the gnomes. It has been. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bruce is still a little sore with me. Ray, I I tell you this because I I need your help. I need your advice. Uh, I. What do I do? I mean, have you tried going to church? And I can't even hold my dad's sword. 
<laughs> You're so broken up about it. I, I'm tired of a gun. I want a sword instead, man. It's much cooler. Hey, do you have your dad? Why can't you hold your dad's sword? You wait, your dad had a... Hold on. It's divine magic, and I can't because I have a devil inside of me. I can't touch it. Now show him the burn on my hand. You know, I think this is because those damn candies y'all keep eating. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're not junkies. I'm not a junkie. He's a junkie. Wow. And I have a lead on Helen Torres, and Ari's going to go investigate it. It's in It's in New Orleans. It's where now? <laughs> it's just an abandoned vehicle, Ray Ray. What could go wrong? That's my line. <laughs> in New Orleans? I mean, I'm not saying you should go. Ari, Ari can handle it. All he has to do is look at his little little mirror thing. I just, I just needed you to know. I needed to tell you. I didn't, I didn't want to have another Ari and the Beanstalk situation. I mean, did you erase my memory with the devil magic? I would, I would never, I would never stoop so low. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I elbow Ari. I'm like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I want to remind everybody that I did not remove your memories. That was Goodfellow and the Wild. But I get it. I just, I might have to be exercised, and I don't know where to go for that. Do you have a guy? Do you know anyone? Uh, well, there's a lot of churches down here, because it's the Bible Belt. Nobody uh, understands the devil of Tate's hell more than... Sieb Tate. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Don't don't get me wrong, Sarah. I I, I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> I'm I'm here to help however I can. You decided to ask me the local res, reptile retreat owner, well, cut past owner <laughs> before the one before the one guy that we know that's been trying to deal with the devil. <laughs> For it just about an eternity. I mean, I'm not that close with Seeb. I mean, he's probably a good place to start. Wait, am I talking to the devil right now? How's this? No, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just politely listening. <laughs> what was this deal? Can't you play like a play a fiddle for him or something? I no, I've seen that worked. I have no so. musical talent, first of all. Yeah, every every time that I ask for help, I I can feel it growing stronger and I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to take over soon. I mean, I'm pretty sure it took over in in the forest. I think I already saw it. I feel like I'm losing control here and I I I have to use it to figure out what happened to my dad. Well, think we need to talk to Sieb. But what if this is the only way I can figure out how to find Helen Torres? I mean, is it worth your life? I mean, I don't think I'm going to die. The devil seems very nice so far. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I have to know I have to know what happened and I I'm scared it's the only way I can and I just I need you guys to be there in case it takes over. Perhaps you could ask your question from within the oubliette, just in case. 
I'm I'm saying that if it takes over, you have to kill me. <laughs> I am aware of what you're saying, Sarah. But you also have to, to promise me that if something happens to me, you will find and kill Helen Torres. It's a deal. I'll put my hand out. Okay, so we cut to Sarah in the oubliette. The door is closed and vaulted. How are the other two of you positioned? And is there anybody else you've called to be here? I think it's just the two of us. No, I don't want anyone else to witness this. Sarah, did you say anything to Isolde? I mean, I told her to stay here. Should I tell her more than that? I don't want her to know. Sure. Am I going to look different? I'm not going to look different, right? Oh, God. And I won't have any charm, and I won't be able to talk. I won't be able to (laughs) convince her I'm not an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just wondering if I should call her. I just meant in terms of like telling her that you were going to be a while or something like that. Yeah, I told her I was I would I would be a while. Then, uh, yeah, I guess do your thing. Roll trust your gut. I Plus do four. I'm going to take off my sweet leather jacket because I don't want it to get somehow. <laughs> OK, what do you wear under your jacket? Just like a white shirt or. Yeah, I think probably just a tank top. Cool. I want to throw up. Wow. It is an 11 plus 4. It's 15 total. Yeah, that's a blow it away. (laughs) Whoever's watching into the window of the oubliette, I imagine it's like a little circular window that's sort of like fish eye you know fish eye lenses what's in there but you know so it's kind of a distorted view but you can kind of see what's in there you see sarah's eyes go black and her body kind of slackens she doesn't fall but she just while staying there her shoulders slump other than that you don't see much going on sarah your vision goes completely dark like you're just consumed in shadow until you see two yellowed eyes looking at you from directly ahead. And you hear the voice of the devil of Tate's hell. Sarah Bane, I am pleased that you have come to me thrice. I will now answer your plea with precision and impunity. The answer I will give will set you back on the path from which you have strayed. Ellen Torres was found in her hiding place by one of our brothers. There is much to be learned from her. If you can make a deal with her captor, the truth, the final truth of your father's choices waits for you in the city of Tallahassee. But Helen will be able to tell you what you need to know. Now that our deal has concluded, we shall enter into a new contract. Where you go, I now go. And your enemies will suffer my wrath. And the spoils of your ambition will be ours to share. (laughs) I'm scared. And the eyes disappear. And you fall unconscious. And Ari and Ray, you see 
her body fall to the floor of the oubliette? Riri, we do not know if that is still Sarah in there. Is she she all right? Do we need 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 to get her out of there? I mean, any magic stuff can't work in there, right? Right. Let's give her a moment. A moment passes, and her body doesn't move. All right, no, let's uh, open the door and see if she's okay. Sarah, you you sort of groggily start to come to. Doesn't take long. And you don't really feel any different. Hmm. Sarah, is that you? I... My voice cracked. Like the devil. <laughs> it was like the devil. Um, I I feel fine. Let's get you out of the oubliette. Have you had enough water today? You kind of just passed out. Did you see anything? Do you know where you need to go? Do you know where we need to go? I I think we're all going to New Orleans. I I think Bose has Helen captive. Remember Bose? He shot me. I remember. That Mr. doesn't narrow Bose, it down. Yes. That does not narrow <laughs> exactly. it down, Sarah. Many people have shot you. Yep, you shot the shit out of me. Yes, you hit him with your car. Let me say this. As you, as you step out of the oubliette, you feel... Uh, it's hard to describe. Like, power moving throughout your body body like it's almost like you can feel your blood flowing if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. it's like it's more like inside your body like it's probably pretty uncomfortable it's like it's like all of a sudden you woke up and you could you could feel your blood moving through your veins or you could feel your heart beating you know like you feel just energy moving through your body and you get the sense that if you willed it so that you could make some shit happen. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not going to try that inside the infirmary. (laughs) I have a dummy out back. Um, Do you want to tell the audience about your new playbook? Absolutely. I am now known as Spooky Sarah. (laughs) 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 You will call me by my name. (laughs) Do I need to say... Like the numbers and everything, or just what moves I took? Uh, I think Cap said his new ratings. I did. Similar, similar okay. to with Ari, I'm letting Sarah pick a new stat block because uh, with the Devil Possession, she is completely being changed the way she uh, acts in stressful situations. So it makes sense for the labels to switch. Yes. So now I have zero charm, so that's good. (laughs) Minus one cool, plus one sharp, plus one tough, and plus two weird, which I've never had weird before. And for moves, I took hunches, the big whammy, and jinx. Cool. And Ian let me keep berserk from the wronged playbook um, and lay on hands, which... Was from the initiate from my father. My father. My father. And then for spooky, I have a dark side. Very exciting. So I had to pick three tags for my dark side, um, which Ian can use against me. And I chose dark bargain, greed for power, and poor impulse control. 
Yes, I can ask you to do nasty things in accordance with the tags. <laughs> That's how it's worded in the on the playbook. Nasty. When your powers need you to. That's exciting. So the devil of mm-hmm. Tate's hell is staying with you. Mm-hmm. Fun, mm-hmm. fun, fun. I don't think Isolde's going to want to be my friend anymore. Oh, also your hair is black now. Wait, your hair was always black. Yeah. <laughs> Your hair is even blacker. <laughs> it was always dark. Um, Wait, now, now it's red. No. I would say that maybe I have like kind of like dark circles under my eyes. Yeah. That's more off-putting. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> my cheeks look a little more hollow. Yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Do you want gray curly hair too? Nope, I got dark curly hair. Yeah, I think I think too that like there are just times when people look at you that there's just something that seems off and like when they blink it's gone kind of th- like, you know. Yeah. Like just there's there's you just have like it's a feeling. A natural, right, an unnatural presence and your nipples are pierced now. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly wow, there's something different about you, Paige. <laughs> All six of them. <laughs> you need to go to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sad. Well, I don't like that. I guess I have to come. All right, we pick up Azolda. In what? And I'm going, I'm going, yeah, okay, Ray. You have probably have the best credit. You should run a car. I don't have any credit. I'm 25. I'm not allowed to. Wait, when can you run a car? 25. Well, it's 24. What if you take a Zelda in your motorcycle and we drive separately? I don't want to drive all the way from Florida New- to New Orleans. <laughs> it is a long On drive. a motorcycle. Well, you that sounds have miserable. Thought about that before you chose to get a motorcycle. Well, you realize you're not actually doing it. It's a fictional character. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't actually have to do it. We'll just start the next episode in New Orleans. Also, if you're trying to be a motorcycle person, people go cross country on motorcycles. Yeah, people like, definitely drive cross country. Like you and McGregor. Okay, weird poll, but okay. <laughs> That's one of the best documentaries. If you've never seen that documentary, you should definitely watch it. I could I could argue that maybe for trips, there is a bus that the retreat has. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, a it's too late in the game for that, I think. Like, like a, a charter bus? bus? No, like a big van. Like, you know, one of those just big vans. Like a I, delivery I, van? I'd buy that, yeah. Like a gator transport? Yeah. Yeah. We did it, guys. It took 15 minutes. <laughs> what it I took mean, is almost 40 episodes to talk about this van, so... I, don't I mean, know. it's fine. Well, we've never no, needed it, because we just... Yeah, it's retreat equipment. Like, like, it's not stuff that you would use in everyday life situations. Sure. Like, it's yeah, like the like, canoe. Like, you guys pulled out that the co- retreat had canoes, you know? Like, yeah. fair. Fair, fair, fair. Like, I would it's think, not, yeah, we have, like, a big shuttle van it doesn't get get like good gas mileage like it doesn't even it you know it the truck has made more sense until now that's the only reason why it hasn't come up yeah i mean the truck is a personal truck that's just why rooster drives us around in it what's a good what's a good name for this van it's like the crocomobile or something the crocomobile it probably smells like like 
alligators because it's primarily used to transport them. And you have to like reinstall the seats. You know how you can take seats out of vans like that because Mm -hmm. and then I want to say, can we say that? It has like an advertisement for the Ruru Wildlife Retreat on the side of it. Like it's 100%. bright, absolutely oh, it would, brightly it, colored. It, it absolutely would, which is even worse going to New Orleans. It's can the it have, fucking. Can I have a picture of Ray Ray on the side of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing we it. A picture of Ray on side of it. Yes. Yeah, we'll open up. We'll open up the next episode with you all in the van together. <laughs> Okay. I feel like we have a conversation that me and Peg need to have. I don't know. Do you think Just that's important? It's easier oh, to yes, ask sir. forgiveness. I mean, technically, it's technically that stuff is still mine. I just signed the retreat. Yeah, but that belongs to the retreat. Yeah. It's got your face on it, though. And the truck probably also belongs to the retreat. No, it belongs to the gnomes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough. It has been assimilated by the gnomes. <laughs> okay, so Ray Ray, you enter Peg's office where she is busy doing paperwork. <clears throat> oh, uh, hey Ray, what's up? How you doing? No, oh, I'm, I'm all right. Doing good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a uh, I got a favor. I'm gonna. We don't got no events this weekend, do we? Um. She swivels her chair to the left and looks at a calendar. Uh, oh, uh, Halloween's the biggest thing we got coming up. Why? What's up? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow the shuttle, the the van, the Ray van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ray van. She she without moving her head towards you, she looks at you over her glasses, and she says, "Oh, you are, are you?" Sarah needs a lift out to New Orleans. <clears throat> I, I thought you dealt with your aunt already. Oh, I did. I, I definitely did. Where this has nothing to do with Genevieve. You think I want to go see that lady? So why don't you borrow Rooster's truck? Um. Well, that's that's another uh another reason I want to check out. Some dealership, you know, Rooster's needed a new truck for a long time. That thing we can, we keep pouring money into it and pouring money into it. Rooster loves his truck. Why would he need a new truck? Well, Rooster loved his truck. Yeah, yeah, he did. (laughs) And you done got it. Whatever, whatever happened to it. Well, you probably wouldn't believe if I told you it was assimilated by the gnomes, right? Look, you can take the van. It's got your damn face on it. I can't mm-hmm. stop you. What I can do is tell you that when you get back, you're taking Rooster up to Tallahassee and you're getting him a new truck. And it's coming out of your pocket, not the retreats. Hey, I got it. You see me. Look at me. Have I ever been this cross with you? We're just going to be gone for a couple days and come back. Then we'll take a trip out to... Tallahassee. Uh, I need to, I need to I need to pick up more f- more feed anyway. Sounds about right. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, we're gonna have to start doubling up on uh, feed. Does this have something to do with your new business venture? Uh, they're just really burning through it, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe, maybe triple. Well, Peg, I'll see you in a couple days. 
<laughs> bye bye, Ray. Be safe out there. I will. Hey, I tell you what, this next truck it's gonna have some Bluetooth. <laughs> you know I don't know what that means. I was just going to scroll through all the Britneys in her phone. <laughs> it says Britney nurse underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I save people in my phone by their professions. I do the same thing. Yeah, same. <laughs>